23. 23, that's going back. Well, at least you know your memory's going quickly. You said 23. Um, shining in the shadows, um, that there are times, I was thinking about doing something, um, but, but I think I can tell you uh, better than I can say it. The word is our day, which this sentence makes no sense whatsoever. The word is our day is a brighter day. I have no idea what that was supposed to mean. I did write it at an anointed field time. Yeah, the word in our day. So I got somebody fixed it for me. So see, I got it wrong here. The word in our day is a brighter day. Uh, it's good to know the Bible, amen? And know the Bible, and that's part of the thing we need to protect the most is the word of God. So as we think about a shadow, a shadow is actually bigger looking than the actual thing, right? I remember thinking when I was growing up, I'm not short, look at my shadow. That's not realistic way to live, right? That's how you don't get on rides at the carnival, okay? <laughs> Because I could point to him and say, look at my shadow. It's tall enough. That's me. Right? It's, that's me. And it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a thing where if we don't deal with the real, we will go with these images of what we think we should be. And even though it's an image of us, it's still not the real us. Right? So no one actually bought into it. I think your problems are just images but they're not as big as you think they are. They're not as tough as you think they are. They're not as bad as you think they are. And so it is, it is proper to shine light on them. Listen to this in Psalms 23, the 23rd Psalms. Y'all remember when we were quoting this whole thing uh, for a time, we were quoting this entire Psalm. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemy. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All right. Most people remember the part of the verse of in part in verse four. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. Yet very few people do it. When the shadow of death, when something looks like a shadow, the, the Greek, uh, the Hebrew part of this, because he was writing in Hebrew, and they'd never even said anything. There was never a psalm before this one that talked about death or danger. But when it got to this part of a shadow of death, something that imitates death, how about this? How about something where you're looking into right now that's imitating maybe a dying future? The shadow of what's going to happen to me later on down the road the shadow of what's going to happen to us right on it's a it's a shadow and it's called for us to walk through not stop there not stop there anybody ever was afraid of the dark okay a few of us, thank y'all for admitting that some folks no it never was they lie they lie there's the dark the dark was dark and, and, and most of the time we stayed afraid we wouldn't get up and move 
right? You just, you hunkered down and you just didn't move. And, and guess what happens when you didn't move? It stayed dark. But if you would stand up and have to use your eyes, that's light, number one. Number two, get up and find a light. No matter how dark things are, it's a shadow compared to what God wants you to walk into. You imagine this, and, and I remember Jesse Duplantis was talking about this, and, and, and it's good. So by now, we, we've seen so many things, and we've done so many things, and we, we used to, so, especially early on in ministry, where we saw so many demonic activities happening, and I'm not saying they don't happen today, but Pastor Reed and I were, in fact, that was our first date. She brought her friend who was demon-possessed to my apartment. I sprayed after they left. But we, you know, we, we start praying for this girl, and long story short, she started growling, and I was like, what? This is a date? First, you brought your friend. That's the first problem. But she started just making these noises, and it was a shadow of what was actually trying to hurt her and actually trying to destroy her when this thing came out, because she couldn't, she was, she was legally blind. And I don't know when they start making laws for blind people. You just can't be blind. It's got to be a law. You got to be legally. Um, and she couldn't see without her glasses. So when this thing starts to come in there, she took off her glasses. I'm thinking, she's going to bump into something. I'm going to have to pay insurance. Because she can't see. But she could see perfectly. And what she was living off of was, see, when I let this thing take over me, I'm a stronger person. Anybody ever seen an alcoholic can function when they drunk? A lot better when they can't? Because they have the shakes, right? They can function under the influence. It's a shadow of really supposed to be. Any of y'all function better with your coffee? Yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> miracle goes two hands. <laughs> That, that means that is there's a place in there where it is trying to operate you more than you letting God operate through you. And so we have to come back and pull those things back. So it's a shadow. It says, yea, though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil. Thy rod and thy staff, that comfort me. Uh, there is, there's always times where even if you're doing your best, there's a shadow of something that may show up to try to get you off of what you believe. And I'll just say that. I like to jog in the dark because people can't see me limping <laughs> and they don't know how low, slow I'm going. I have no idea. I love it. It's so much freedom. However, I've passed a light and I've actually made a quick right turn because I wasn't thinking the lamp cast a shadow. I thought somebody was running up. You can laugh if you want to but I thought someone was coming up behind me. I actually took my earphones out like I gotta pay attention. And it distracted me so much, I quit praying for a distraction I knew about, right? And so I wanna make sure we understand, walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Don't stay there and have a picnic. Don't stay there and party in the shadows. Don't stay there and party. Shine light on it and, and, and begin to see what is the best thing that I can do. When someone tells me something that, that, that can be done about a situation, when I get a solution, that's a light shining on the problem. 
Shine it on anything that you may be facing or anything that you may be going through. And I, I, whatever form of death that the shadows are trying to invade in your life, which shine in the word while you walk with God is what helps us overcome. God, am I going to be better? Do I have the capability to do this? He says, yes, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Don't just make it a tattoo or a t-shirt. Make it a lifestyle. Most people got it on their arms and not in their heart. Right? I, I, I want to do that. I, this is uh, a part of us where we want to go and, and believe the appearance of, the pro- of a problem can cause more damage than the actual problem. I, I, I remember once we were, we were uh, talking about forgiveness and, and uh, we were saying the people that think they were offended are more dangerous than people that actually got offended. Because they can make it up in there, they can make it grow. You can make a lie grow. Because the actual thing, you only have the actual thing. But if you have your own stuff, you can make it up as you go. And so we want to make sure I'm shining light in these dark times. God's word shines that, that I have the promise of my family down to a thousand generations. I can reach all of my siblings. I can reach all of my family. I can reach everyone down to a thousand generations. I don't care how dark it is over our life. And, and, and um, even, um, gosh, man, I forget who the person was. Oh, it was the guy. It was, okay, I can't say the name because people know who it is. But they were talking about what they were predisposed to. Like it's in their family genes. I think it was something about, it was something about death. About heart conditions. It was, in our, it was in there. He said, well, that's in our family genes. So I said, well, you know, the blood of Christ runs through me now. And it's different. I'm not, I'm not going to settle for, for being less than what God called me to be. How about that? I'm not going to settle for, for, for getting to, to the ripe old age of 23 and, and not functioning. You know, sitting on a bench, looking at a tree. Uh, I don't think I can think of it was K-I-S-S-I-N-G. And that has nothing to do. I, that's all I need to go with that. But, but I refuse to let that be. And I'll get angry when people say, you look good for your... I hate that. That's not the goal. That is not the goal. That is not the goal to look good for 75 years old. That's not the goal. That is not the goal. The goal is to be healthy and live a healthy life. That's it. That's the goal. Don't, don't. In fact, I just tell people just to stop. Stop with that. And you hear, you've been married for 30 years and they'll start applauding. Stop. Like, they feel sorry for me. You found somebody. Shocking. They meet Pastor Rita and they go, how? did you find her? I hit her in the head and she woke up married. That's how it works. It is a shadow. Loneliness is a shadow, right? Of wanting to have somebody in companionship. Uh, Hurt is a shadow of healing. It's a shadow of the things that God has called us to have in our life. And and so we come back, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not going to pitch a tent and stay there. I'm not going to stay there. Like, I'm not going to stay in a point of what we're going to do. So near death, and here's, here's the thing where the, where the Hebrew was talking about, the Hebrew words for this entire sentence, 
the saint still calmly walks. And no matter how bad things look, keep calmly walking through it. 3,000 people wanted to kill Jesus. He just walked through the middle of them. Calmly walk through it. When we get anxious, we do things, we get fearful, and we do things irrational. He does not need to quicken his pace in alarm or panic. Near death, the saints does not walk in the valley, but through the valley. Near death are those things that come up in life, but we start to worry and make them bigger than what they really are. Despite every form of death, because of the word, because of, because of the Lord, was, was David's shepherd, he was able to boldly say, I fear no evil. Fear no evil. We, we cannot let evil seem bigger than Christ. And that's, that's what it is. Well, well uh, <laughs> that person's crazy. Well, I'm crazy too. Let's be insane together. Right? Now, there's a legal crazy in there. There's other stuff. And you have to be able to bring it to a place of that's not bigger than God. That's not bigger than what I believe. I'm not. Let's even, and you can use something as simple as don't let fatigue be bigger than God wanting you to get up and move. I mean, just as simple as that. Sometimes we, I think sometimes we think it's just too big and we can't let God use us. God will do it in every area and everything. Right? And in every part of it. And so uh, let's, let's start practicing that. This is a shadow, shadow of, of wanting to wake up. I, uh, the presence of God is the eliminator of fear. I hate being afraid. My twin and I, Tony and I both, were caught by a different relative uh, because they were high on a drug and they didn't know they'd kicked in our family's house. And twice we scream, had to scream as little boys, don't kill me, don't kill me. Who's supposed to live like that? Right? Tony took the road of being afraid. I took the other road of being, I'm going to kill him. Even though I was only this tall. This is 10-year-old height. I'm a man. <laughs> I could beat up somebody's ankles. Right? If something hits you bad enough, you either take one of it's fight or flight, right? And sometimes even if we take in this fight, that's wrong too because that's a form of fear because I wanted to get rid of the problem. And God says, don't pray to get rid of the problem. Pray to be strong enough to get through the problem. Right? So, yea, though I walk through the valley of sh the shadow of death, uh, I got to quit praying that things are dark. I got to quit praying that things, I got to just pray that I stay on the right pace to get through them. It's because the other side is, is, is a blessing. And so for all of you moviegoers, uh, I like gorilla movies like Skull Island, um, Kong, love those, right? And, and, and in, the, in the Skull, and I'll just take you out, this is, a very, this is a very spiritual movie. Look, Samuel Jackson's in it. Gotta be holy. They're flying into the storm. Y'all seen Skull? Y'all seen it? And when they're flying in there, and right, and it's like, and he's saying some old crazy, and we go, hi, and I don't even know what he said. Anyway, in the middle of that storm, it's lightning, everything going on, but on the other side was peace. If we could just keep walking, right? We could just keep, I mean, it is the great, like, like, uh, 
First Nemo chapter two, just keep swimming. Just keep walking. Right, just keep walking. Because sometimes if we quit and sit down, the problem gets worse. Problem gets worse. Problem gets worse. Did y'all have fun at the, what this was called? Pudding and, <laughs> puddings, pies? Pies and pudding, pies and pudding. Does it matter? Is it like cause pies come before pudding? It's to your ears. How you gonna speak for everybody's ears, Miracle? Miracle said it sounds better to you too. Did y'all have a good time with pies and puddings and getting together and fellowship? And even though it was the most carbs you ever saw in your life, there was so much bread. I thought Mrs. Baird was here. Right, but it was a it was a it was a great time. Nobody was sitting there going, on carbs. Like, like sometimes we don't walk through and we don't enjoy moments because we create our own fears. Who cares? Eat the biscuit. The Bible's like that too. Who cares? Just believe. I'm going to look like a fool if it don't work. You don't look like a fool if you don't believe. The fact that you're having this conversation, here's one of my favorite verses, Micah chapter 7, verse 7 through 8. It says, therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the, for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Everyone say amen. He will hear you. That's a good thing. And then he says, rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. How many of you guys have quoted this verse before? And let me tell you, all of you have. Let me tell you how you quoted it, right? We'll call it First Sobe chapter 1. You may be laughing at me now. But I'm going to get up. Laugh now. But I'm going to come back. That's how you quoted that verse. You didn't even know you were being spiritual. I may be down, but I'm going to get up. That's that. Well, when I got that one, I actually had a, actually had a shirt made up. It's too little now because it was when I was 23. <laughs> now it's 20 me. <laughs> you know? It grew. I grew. Next to sin, the greatest thing, the greatest weapon for the devil is shame. Parents, if our kids mess up, we are, we feel shame. The devil loves that. You raised them. You got them through this stuff. You got them out of your house. They make a mistake. You feel shame. And, and guess what? Now it falls back to, what did I do wrong? And he can't, you listen. You say, no, I raised them. That sucker got out of the house and, and they're gone and, and they made a mistake. We didn't do anything wrong. We did the thing we needed to do. We did the right thing. We did the best thing that we could do. So sin and shame is, is, shame is another one of the enemy wants to be, to make sure, you got to make sure you eliminate that from our life. And, and, and even what's happening with our kids and, and your little ones, when they go to school, the first thing they learn how to be is ashamed. Just been finding out in education because they're saying now the best way to control a kid is make them feel bad so they won't act a certain way. I love how y'all, y'all say, uh-uh. I was with 140 of them on Thursday, fourth and fifth graders. Bring it. 
I did energy check. And I said, anytime you see my hands like this, you scream as loud as you can. We did this to get rid of every noise that they'd ever heard negative. And you can see the teachers in the back. I hate this dude. Right? Because I felt like, uh. <laughs> they love it, right? And then after when I wouldn't do it no more, they do it again. I go, no. I think we got it from the ringing in my ears. Have you ever tried to get something, even in your life, sometimes, have you ever just, not y'all, because y'all are so holy. I have, when I got stuff in my mind telling me I can't do something, sometimes I have to get outside and just scream. You know what I mean? Just like, ah, I won't do it now because I'm protecting the cash register. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> and sometimes you have to shout Christ and shout God and just. So the little girl, she came up to me. She goes, Mr. Tori, this is my second year. Second year. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mature pal. You're in the fifth grade. She goes, but I know good stuff. Right? And, and that's where we got to reach them. Don't be afraid to, to bend down. Don't be afraid to stoop down and keep them because if shame gets in, they'll fall for all the other stuff. I believe most of our addicts are a result of someone shaming them into it. You'd be better if you did this. You'd be better if you, if you came into one of these things. Micah warned them not to rejoice because with every downside, there's always an upside for those who trust God. So think about your uh, situation. If it's a bad situation, there is an upside coming. There's an upside, which the upside is a trust side. Which the trust side is the best side. The best side is not the upside down world, stranger things. It is God working. Darkness is designed to take your breath away. And without breath, we cannot praise God. And without praise, the darkness will not be movable. It'll always be dark. You ever met those people that said, man, something always goes wrong in my life. And then that's where you politely pay for lunch and get away from them. Something always goes wrong. Something's always dark. And just share with them. Don't, don't get away from them. Give them a light. Give them something to shine on it. <laughs> Y'all just sit there. The 91st Psalm says this. And this my dad has this in our, in, in, uh, uh, on their front porch. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the no noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. I pray that we're getting a hold of, I don't have to be afraid of what's coming in front of me. I pray we don't, we're not afraid of what's, what's happening around me, because I'm going to walk through it. 
I'm going to come out on the other side. And so will I teach everyone that's around me to come out on the other side. I pray that that's the case. God is the, God is the creator and the, and, and the Satan. And Satan is an imitator of what God creates. So God says in this verse right here about him being a shadow, him being something that we can dwell in and we can go into him. However, the devil also has an image of the shadow. And, and again, uses fear and people will assign it to a virtuous name and call it wisdom. I'm afraid to step out. I'm being safe. I'm being cautious. And, and God is saying, I need for you to be faithful. The difference between the shadow of death and the shadow of the Most High is one promotes fear and death and the other promotes hope in life. I'd rather be with the hope in life one. Right? Even though they're both shadows, even though they're both things, and, and even in hot times, you can be under the wrong shade. It's a dangerous place to be caught under the wrong shade. And, and so we want to look into those places. Who am I sitting under? The shadow of the enemy is designed to run us off, but the shadow of God is always inviting us to come closer and closer. I want to come close to God. I want to get close to God. Even when we, when we especially the, when we had our first child, I think like we want to come close to God. God, I want to be the best parent ever. Then by the third car, child, you're like, you take them. You take them. <laughs> you take a Miracle, you couldn't hug her. We wouldn't even let people kiss her in the church. Miracle, anybody kiss you, you come get me. I don't care if I'm in the middle of preaching. You interrupt the Holy Spirit and come get me. By the time Justice got there, y'all want him? Y'all want to take him to lunch? It's been gyra for sure. <laughs> take that joker. My goodness. But, but like we're running with that first one, and, and what God is like saying, like, I got them all. You just felt like you need to play helicopter and then you learn that you can get them. And now we, we laugh at people with their baby books. All right? But go ahead and mess with somebody's firstborn child if you want to. Go ahead and get your eyes scratched right out of your head. Again, when, when that firstborn and God is wanting us to protect our faith in the same way. When you were born again, it was faith. It was grace protected. Devil, if you kiss my grace, I'll scratch your eyes out. You got to be like, I'll kick you right in the shin. If he has one. I, it's always like fighting. I used to get a lot of joy out of fighting. Not anymore because I'm saved. Please don't tell Pastor Rita. Some of y'all go right and tell her, I, the pastor likes to fight. She go, you stop saying that stuff. I used to like to fight all the time. And it's arguing fighting anyway. Psalms 119 verse 103 through 105. And I know y'all are going to tell her and I don't care. How sweet are thy works, words unto my taste. Yes, yeah, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, we told you, and I told you guys last week, if someone tells you something and they cannot back it up with scripture, don't 
listen to it. It's a false way. All right, let me say it for you. Amen. Oh, they covered up my friend. I'm back here somewhere behind the harvest. If they tell you something, hate a false way. Hate it. Hate it. Tell your kids. We, we, we pray for our kids, even when they're not around us. We pray that they know the voice of God and the voice of something else they will not listen to. Now, you can sit here all you want to, but there's two voices, at least two people living inside of you. Especially when something pops up. One tells you, kill them. The other one tells you, forgive. Love them. You know it's there. And we have to choose wisely what we'll do. If it cannot be backed up by the word of God, don't do it. It says the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Why am I sitting in darkness? Why don't I light my life up by getting into the Bible? This can't be the only time you open this thing. Right? And even though it's, it's biblical. It's, you have your book. Our greatest weapon to find our way through the shadows is God's word, and that lights up our path. Pastor Rita, it's so cool. I, I like her. I mean, I, I mean, she's going to stay forever. And, and by the way, I need to go first. If any dying happens, I need to die first. I do not know how to run our household at all. And those kids know it. They know it. I can't balance a checkbook. I can't, I can't pay the bills. I can't do any of that. They know. So if something happens, me calling out to you. Light up your path with God's word. Man, I don't want to go to work. Put the word on you. Don't start Monday off. Don't start tomorrow off negative. Right? There's negative people just, just start off rejoicing, rejoicing in the things of God. Uh, God's word that lights up our path. God gave us the word so that we can find his way in life. So listen to this, the identity. God's shadow represents uh, in scripture, it represents the rock, according to Isaiah 32 and verse 2. It represents the tree, according to Song of Solomon, verse 2 and 3. It represents his wings, according to Psalm 63, 7. And it represents his hand, according to Isaiah 49 and verse 2. Listen to that. When the Hebrew was backing it up, all the things of God represents a good thing. If you're in a shadow and it's darkness, it's creating mental sicknesses and, and emotional sicknesses, you're under the wrong shadow. It's cooling you from the wrong sun. It's cooling you off from the son of God instead of the son of danger. That sounded better. I could feel it. I feel it. If you've seen yourself getting less and less as a believer, you're starting to doubt. As you get older, when they get there, they're taught to doubt. They're taught, they're taught not to believe. Stop it. Swim out. Go get you a, a biblical tan. Get in, get under the sun. Gosh, that still sounds good. I'll keep saying it. We won't leave. Okay. Making me mad. We're good. We're good. A liar tells a shadow of the truth. Amen. Right? The little kids will come to you. <sighs> there is no food in the house. Have y'all ever heard that? 
what is your version of food? There is, I'm starving. You know, a person who's starving should die soon. Let's see. They tell a shadow of the truth, right, to make you catch on and you hang on to it. But the whole story, if it's not the truth, in fact, Pastor Rita said this, said that if you don't tell me everything, that is a lie. If you leave out stuff. Now, not y'all, but I know of people who leave out stuff so I don't have to have a conversation about it. Not y'all. Not y'all. Not y'all. Not y'all. Y'all say everything because y'all want to have a big conversation about it. Some stuff I'm just like, not today. Not today. Look at the men. Men, y'all just look forward. Because you know you're not talking about that whole trip. Did you stop at Bucky's? Yeah. Dude, Bucky's in Lake Jackson has a drive-thru. I didn't know Bucky's had a drive-thru. I don't know. I meant to call y'all while I was standing in the drive-thru. I don't know why that happened. Anyway, listen. And I'm not telling you to lie. I'm saying sometimes we don't want to deal with stuff because we know it's going to take a long time. But if you don't deal with it, it will deal you. So we have to start learning how to bring it up so we can tear it down so our children don't have to live through it. So Satan tries to imitate truth just like he does in trying to be like God. And just like he will never be like God, he will also never be able to fulfill all we need to do. Um, if you ever had a lie, had, had a lie that you said about yourself, you ever said something like, man, I'm just no good. I'm never going to make it. I'm just not, man, what's wrong with me? Why, why, why is God even using me? How can I be a pastor? How can I, I'm even, even to myself, like, why am I even be, speaking publicly? I'm the worst speaker ever. And if you don't cast those down, that shadow will hang over you and you'll lose the gift that God gave you. Walk through the shadow which just a shadow walk through it the bible says in isaiah that we're going to get to the end of the earth and it'll say we'll say to this is this the thing that deceived the nations we'll say can you imagine that right you're up in heaven and then you said they show you what tricked you and you're gonna be like this was it this does this had me scared it's like when i pass uh division in in math I was afraid of this. Once I learned it, then I could see it wasn't that big of a deal. No matter what you're facing, and I don't know what it is, walk through it, the other side is better. The other side, you're in the middle of it now, you probably feel like you don't deserve it, and it ain't about what you deserve, it's what, who you serve. And because you serve God, walk through it. It didn't say, they I, though I lay down in the valley of the shadow depth, walk through the valley. And God will see you through. Amen? All right, I want you guys to bow your heads. We're going to pray. Father, I just pray and I, I thank you, Lord God, that no matter how dark, confusing, and unknown things may look, I know, I know that you have a way. I'm going to trust your way more than my way, but I can't sit here 
and act like it's just going to go away. You've called me to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You've called me to walk through this thing that is trying to act like a giant when it really is just a simple shadow. The thing that's trying to cover our kids. Come on, think about your kids. Lift them up. Shadow that's trying to blind them from the truth. Shadow trying to blind them from what God has for their life. Go, no, 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 no. Expose that shadow. Shine light on it every chance you get. Shine light. Let them know that you can. You can stand with God. You can walk with God all the days of your life. That God has a better plan for you than man or even you could even imagine. Begin to shine light on that shadow that's trying to confuse, deceive, and accuse them of not being able to make it. As they could turn and trust God, God, you'll be the one that gets me through. You'll be my way. You'll be my light. You'll be my second job. You'll be the source that I need. I will not go under. I will raise up my eyes and see help coming. I know it comes from you, God. So, Lord God, I thank you. We pray for every loved one, every family member, every friend that that shadow gets exposed right now in the name of Jesus and they'll see that God stands greater and more than what they're going through as they walk through it in Jesus name amen amen amen